0: I uh, lost my train of thought. You're
1: you're in for a rude awakening now. I don't even know what I just said right there, if that even made any sense. Well, welcome back to Only the Important Stuff. This is potentially episode 17. Most likely is. Uh, we got Ross still on. Run it, run it, run it. This motherfucker, it. he challenged I me want- essentially to a drinking contest, so we're going to see how long this goes. <laughs> well, I brought out my bottle of wine. He brought out his bottle of wine so, and some paraphernalia, so let's
0: yeah. go.
1: Oak leaf, Merlot.
0: Oak leaf Merlot. Not nothing, nothing fancy. Probably nine dollar bottle of wine here.
1: Sick brag. Sick, I can buy nine dollar bottles of wine. Brag. Miller High Life. Champagne and yeah, beers. Wine. Now that's a brag. That's a brag, man. That's a Darren. That's a Darren beer.
0: You know what I wonder if that's how I got this Nina and I are wondering how we have so much Miller high life in my garage
1: yeah Darren always and- I could be wrong he'll listen to this and he'll probably text me and be like no Jeff uh that's not my beer yep light that shit up bro there you go uh but I I remember like when we lived in Hopkins he would always he would always bring high life home champagne the champagne of beers.
0: He was here in October for, for uh Thanksgiving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nope. Thanksgiving's not October. He was here in October for Halloween.
1: Yep. I agreed with you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> I just go, mm-hmm. <laughs> you did. I
0: thought you were. Ah, that's hilarious. Nope. Yeah.
1: Thanksgiving is definitely in November.
0: He was here in October. And uh th- that's gotta be it. I gotta, I gotta find out. Because I have a fridge full of Miller High
1: Yeah, that's a daring move.
0: He didn't buy it, and I don't buy it.
1: How long was he here? How long was he there for?
0: Six days, seven days.
1: Yeah, and he probably week probably f- filled your fridge right, like a hundred of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just leaving a gift in his oh, wake. Yeah. Another reason why he's one of the best guys on the planet.
0: I went to uh, see him over Thanksgiving in Austin, Texas. In November. In November. <laughs> in November. And, man, we got demolished so many days. And and I don't, you know, I don't drink. I really just don't drink. Um, and I drank a lot. I drank a lot almost every night with him out there. And then my mom and dad came out. And, dude, we had such a good time. My dad's 80. And my brother and I and dad. We got so lit one night in Darren's garage just talking shit, talking about stories. It was like this is what it's all about. Like,
1: For sure. This is it.
0: And I and I know this is an episode that I've not seen, but I know there was some talk about it with you and Chuck and your fathers and stuff like that. Did you guys ever have a lot of those situations where just kicking back some beers and talking about the good old days? <clears throat> Was that one? uh, No. Was that a thing at all with Papa Dukes at all?
1: Nope. Eh, Nobody ever called my dad Papa Dukes. He was Rod. He was the big unit. No, unfortunately, no. And like that's, you know, you know, I just talked with Matt about this, Boro. You know, because he lost his brother and his dad, right? And like, that's like some of the shit that we miss the most is is the fact that we can't do that with them anymore, right? Because, you know, you know, right? Like, there's just different stages of relationships. Like, when you were growing up, you and your brother were probably just constantly butting heads, right? Like, fighting, yeah. picking on each other, him pushing you to the fucking ground, like, whatever. And your dad was just always like, don't do this. Don't, you know, he's parenting, right? He's raising you. And then you become men, and you know, you and your brother then become friends and you get to know who your dad is at that mm-hmm. point. Right. And like, really understand like his sense of humor, what, you know, their thoughts on things, you know, because that that's when they start to like share that stuff because they don't feel like they're responsible for you anymore. And so like, that's what we talked about, like the shit that we're like we miss so much from that. Uh, Interesting. And, and, and in their passing. So like, I love that you guys are able to do that. Right. And like, just really like chop it up and like have fun. And like, you know, it's one of the, to me, that's one of the best parts of like GFD is that like Dean shows up. Yeah. You know, shout out next dad. Um, I'm, I'm sad
0: that he, he might be done though. He's there's rumors. There's rumors. Adam Schefter put something out on ESPN. Oh fuck. About no. Dean. That was that, that was his last year. I don't know the truth behind it. I've heard Nick, Nick, uh kind of poke at it a little
1: bit <clears throat> and this that might have been dean's last year well that 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 cannot happen he can't go out go. on a whimper he doesn't play he's got to go right he's got to show up one more time so we can send him off with a fucking bang like you want to retire go you're for it right. but That's we got to right. like you're right we got to send him off because
0: you're 100 right we he can't just he can't just like fiddle
1: away into the cornfield no because dean's a legend you know, and like just the fact that like he's there, right? And like he gets to see like his son, and like and honestly, like we did the first one or two,
0: he loves it,
1: right? He loves and it. like I I was I was like, all right, yeah, Nick's, you know, Dean's here, but I'm gonna invite my dad, and then my dad got sick. Like I wanted him to be there as well, because like. Yeah, I don't expect my dad to, like, sit at the bar with us and stay up till 4 a.m. getting drunk. But at the same time, like, I know he would enjoy seeing all of us, those kids that he essentially helped raise. Like, have a good time, you know, be idiots like we were when we were 17. Like, a little bit of, like, a flashback, like, whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, it's, so, yeah, he can't walk, he just can't walk out with a whimper. He's got to come back, we got to send him out on a bang.
0: So I wonder what we would do for for Uncle Dean. You know there's got to be some sort of you know Yeah. He's, no. He, like to, honestly like he's such a
1: strippers and cocaine.
0: It's true. There's I saw a YouTube video the other That's day. That's it. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen this before <laughs> about that local news station that interviewed some guy when that when the when the uh the the Powerball was up to like a billion dollars and they're like what would you do if you won a billion dollars like what would you buy
1: strippers and cocaine strippers and cocaine (laughs) that's what we'll do for dean
0: i immediately thought of course i would do the same thing
1: we got to make him so uncomfortable
0: (laughs) but i you know dean's a coach man and like i i i know dean as two things my uncle and a coach he never mm-hmm. coached me, but he was just everything about him. Just scream, coach and umpire, and everything within that family. Right? I feel like we need a Gator, uh, Gatorade bath,
1: for sure. That, that could be a
0: dish. It could be. It could be a
1: sport of cocaine. Sport of activity. Yeah, a Gatorade bath of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't, uh, I, full disclosure: I've yeah. never done coke, people.
0: Yeah, full <laughs> disclosure: You know, a hundred percent here. It's just Uh, fun to say. I don't do anything, man. Like, it's weird. Like, I just, uh, I'm scared. If I, if I, I am so scared to do cocaine. I would
1: love it. That's, that is why I have, no. I have a full-on addictive personality. I get addicted. Have you ever talked
0: to somebody that said that they'd done coke and they said they didn't like it? No. That's the thing. Everyone's like,
1: oh, man, did you do coke? It was awesome. the best from what I've heard, right? And that's why I don't want to do it. Because I will. I,
0: I don't, hundred percent. I'm way too scared. I also have zero appeal, like interest, to put something up my nose. Like the the, the way the cocaine is done does not uh, 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 tickle my fancy at all.
1: Well, so I did. So, have you ever heard of like snooze? No. So it's like a a German Norwegian tobacco that you snort. Hmm. Okay. And so, I mean, like, look, like chewing tobacco is essentially, it, it's essentially the same thing. It's just finer cut. Um, but, you know, it's, you put it in your lip and it gets into your bloodstream super fast. Obviously, like right. your nose is filled with like capillaries and all that stuff. So like when you snort it, it's the same concept. It just hits your blood instantly. Right. And mm. I did that a couple of times and that was, and that was after I had been like on tobacco, like as a, a habit. And that was a rush, so I cannot imagine right. <laughs> what right. cocaine would do to me.
0: Could you imagine even, I mean, I could imagine it either. Well, first of all, I feel like <laughs> if you were on coke, like I, I, I wouldn't mind if I was like in a street alley and I was about to get jumped. Like you just straight sober, I'd feel protected. But you on cocaine would be Batman.
1: Oh, I'd be a problem. You would be, you, yeah,
0: you would destroy (laughs) anything in front of you.
1: Yeah. Like most of the day, most of the time I I walk around, like I, like nothing can hurt me. I'm like, I I have that, or I used to have that level of confidence. Like in how I just like fucking, yeah, whatever. Like, you know, somebody wants to fight, let's go. Right. Like I know my hands move faster than yours and I'm tougher than you are. Right. Like that was my general disposition, but you put me on Coke. Like I'd probably try to fight uh, a concrete barrier.
0: But, but, but doesn't Coke, it's supposed to like, it puts you in a happy place versus a dark place. Like the way that maybe something else could, like even alcohol could put people in a dark place. Is, is Coke like a, kind of like a weed in a way
1: where it's like upbeat and you're ready it's in a party, ready to have fun. So this is, you know, drug talk one oh one from two people who have never done it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: So like people are like, Oh, you you, you DJ, huh? Like, oh, wow, you must just drink and party, do coke. Right. Right? I'm like, well, I, don't, I don't really drink, and
1: I've never done coke, but I thanks th- for asking. I think it's an upper, so it just fires you up, right? Like, it just gives you energy, like speed. Like, it's one of those, right? It's not a downer. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's what right? I'm saying. So, so it just
1: so- it amplifies you.
0: It, 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 but does it amplify you in a
1: positive, happy-go-lucky way, or does it amplify you? I want to murder you. I think it does. If that's your general disposition, true. But I don't know. <laughs> so sense. yeah should should we do should we do cocaine nope. for the first time together on the podcast? And just, <laughs> can we just
0: talk and see how it goes.
1: Uh, so yeah, let's give it a whirl uh, on episode two thousand. <laughs> You and I will do cocaine together, okay? I'm <laughs> forty years old and I've
0: never been around it, never have tried it. I, I mean I've seen it once in my life, and that was actually in high school and I was so caught off guard on what these guys were doing.
1: Dude, I was at a wedding once and the best man pulled out a bag. And I mean it looked like uh you know, one of those like gallon bags of powdered sugar. Yeah. It was half full. 100%. And I was just like, Holy shit. And was it in the bathroom? No, it was on the fucking bus. And, like, everybody just started doing lines, and I was just like, holy shit. Isn't it crazy
0: how many people? Yeah. just like, if you see all these people on that bus just ripping lines of cocaine. Yep. That's not their first time. No. Not, yeah, right, so you're looking at, you're, you're like, what?
1: Frank does cocaine? Yeah. Susie? <laughs> yeah, <I> was <laughs> Dude, you do coke. At that point in my life, really? I had seen a ton of shit. Right, I had, I had just gotten out of the army. I, had, I have seen some shit, and that was one of the wilder experiences in my life. Like just seeing eighteen people doing cocaine, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, ah, I, I'm gonna pass.
0: But that's what's crazy that that you're the only one not doing it
1: it's one of those weird moments of like There's self so realizations where I was like, I know for a fact, again, just because I have such an addictive personality. If I do it, I am going to be fucking hooked.
0: That's that, that. That's it, man. Uh, we will say it till we're blue in the face.
1: I will love it. Right. So again, episode 2000, book it. It's happening. In the, meantime, I'm gonna... In the meantime, have your wine, smoke your weed.
0: But, but if we were to do it, is it off of a coffee table? Like, it, it, like where do you pop your cherry with it? Is it off a coffee table? Is it, is it me doing it off your butt cheek? Um, is it me uh, it, during a game of Call of Duty? Is it during a podcast? Would you do it during what a Chiefs game? Because
1: you're a committed fan?
0: maybe that's what we need you fucking
1: lazy viking fans to do
0: before viking fans just do coke just lines of uh, coke jeff and everybody line up do a real cocaine (laughs) and then now put the phone down and watch football
1: that's what we need for ross's fan approval is broken
0: glass everywhere
1: copious amounts of cocaine
0: Oh, man, that would be uh, – uh, last thing, and then we'll get off this cocaine topic, but how do you think Nick would be on to cocaine? Like if he did it, would he – is he uh, – for some, for me, I feel like I would see him skipping down his street. Yeah. Like, literally, like, maybe skipping, going, these things like that.
1: I, like, I just cannot see him doing it, Right. And so, no,
0: no, none of us are going to do it. But I'm just saying, if,
1: oh, if, if, nah. like, in a hypothetical
0: world, it's just like, yeah, it's normal, like, the way he drinks coffee, I'm going to have cocaine. Here, like that's just
1: here's normal. the thing normal. I can see myself doing it. I could see, I can see a lot of people doing it. I just can't see Nick doing it. And that's not a shot against him because I know he'll partake in other things. Um, I, I wonder like I do. That's a great question because I do wonder you like
0: you can't picture him doing it like in a hypothetical world. Yeah,
1: because like I don't know what an amped up Nick would look like in that scenario, right? Like would he have he's like fun? He's already fun. That's my point, yeah,
0: right? Say, when he get when he gets drunk, he gets really fun, right? If he takes a gummy, he's really fun. He's giggly. He's that's laughing, my he's,
1: point. Is like he's yeah. always like I don't feel like he would. E- Uh, And God, we're just, we're talking about Nick. He doesn't need it. So like, if you amplify him in that already amplified stage, I wonder if he would have, like, if he would be walking around like he is when he gets scared, like always on edge, like just like, Oh shit. Oh shit.
0: Oh, you know? (laughs) Oh, true. True. Yeah. But he'd also be like just radiating positivity amongst the world, like a Kumbaya. Mm. Kind of thing of like, send me to a wildlife center and I just see him like petting animals and enjoying, enjoying the earth, yeah, everything about the universe. Right. 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 Like he would, he would go
1: super hippie-ish, like, like that kind of vibe. Uh And I don't see the hippie vibe if he's on coke. Okay. I, I see him running like, around. Skipping down the neighborhood. Yeah. He would be, right. he'd, he'd be dog running dog around, dog. having fun, like checking in on everybody, like, you know what I mean? Like, how you doing? What do you like? You got you want to go do this?
0: No, hey, it's me, Nick. Nick Dwyer.
1: Yeah. Remember me? You want to do some coke with me? <laughs> you know,
0: like, come Listen, with, <laughs> listen. All tra- with with all transparency, I am. I, I just did a rail of cocaine. I feel great. Just left my kids' basketball game, and uh, just want to see how you're doing, man.
1: Yeah. Uh Anyways, we are moving off the cocaine talk. That's 17 minutes. Of cocaine dog <laughs> to start an episode. <laughs> Just absurdity. So, look, I uh, I think on the last one, or I know on the last one because it was 25 minutes ago, I said there was some serious shit I want to talk to you about. We will talk about that stuff next time you're on. Let's jump into, like, a bunch of hypotheticals because I feel like that's the state of mind we are in right now. So, you're, you're a golfer. You love to golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this question asked. I saw two of the, these these two questions asked in the past. One, if you could play around at Augusta, would you rather play around at Augusta by yourself or around at your local track with Tiger Woods?
0: I saw some like this today of uh like do you do you have dinner with Answer James the, the question? Oh god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on.
1: Around at Augusta by yourself. So nobody's there with you. You're just Sorry, walking around. the best course oh, on the planet.
0: Oh, oh, by myself?
1: By yourself. But oh, but you oh. get to play Augusta. Or okay. tiger around with Tiger at your local Muni. Tiger all day. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, he, he might he's
0: he's Jesus. He's the man. There, you know, there, there are certain people in life that are in a different stratosphere, and 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 those Mount Rushmore guys are Tiger, Jordan, Kobe. R.I.P. Lebron's up there. Who?
1: I said R.I.P. Kobe died.
0: R.I.P. And uh, <laughs> and probably and probably Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Between all of them. They're they're on my rock, Mount Rushmore for sure. Tiger, MJ, Kobe. How many people are on Mount Rushmore?
1: Four. Okay, so Tiger, Tiger, Kobe, MJ, MJ, Kobe, and Kirk Cousins. Legit though, not Kirk Cousins. Mahomes.
0: He's a unicorn, right? Mahomes has got to be up there. Steph Curry's got to be up there.
1: Um. LeBron's got to be up there. So I mean, you got a lot of basketball players.
0: Yeah, but then there's also like guys like uh, Ronaldo,
1: right? Well, it's, it's your Mount Rushmore, dude. You're building oh, it, it. Mine? Did I start this? Yes.
0: I, <laughs> you started the Mount
1: Rushmore. I did not.
0: I I okay, it's me. Okay. But what brought us to the Mount Rushmore? What were
1: we talking about? Jesus before Christ! <laughs> Would you rather play? Around at Augusta or with Tiger, and you're talking about how awesome Tiger Tiger is. Tiger
0: all day at Clear Creek Creek National, Cardi, Missouri.
1: And so, like, this is, I I think, like, your your answer is, because you've met him.
0: And it's probably why, like, yes, a little humble brag, got to meet him, got to work for him, got to work with him. It was the greatest experience of my life. It was... It's almost a year to this day. It was last New Year's Eve. Yeah, I got a DJ. It was the greatest phone call I've ever received in my life. Are you allowed to talk about this? How many viewers are listening? A hundred or two listeners are listening. Two hundred, like tens, tens of tens. tens I, of here's
1: hundreds. who I know is not listening: Tiger's lawyers.
0: <laughs> no, I can't talk about it. the party's over. It was, it was. I couldn't talk about ah, it
1: leading up to it.
0: Gotcha. So we're good. we're good and I'll leave some things out because I I want to, I want to continue the relationship, but
1: so yeah, you've met him. So you've already met him and you'd rather play around with him than at Augusta. Yeah.
0: Could you imagine like at Augusta by yourself, it would be cool, but here's the thing. Um doing experiences. I I tell like Nina, this my wife all the time, like what, Oh, you get to travel here and you travel there for gigs. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But half the time I'm by myself. Oh, yeah. And it's kind of, it's like, it's oh. awesome. you know what I mean? Dude. Like, I want experience. I, I just got to play at Red Rocks a couple weeks ago, bro. I got to play on this iconic stage at Red Rocks, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And yes, I was there with a good friend and one of my top DJs with my company, DJ volume. I love this guy. The two of them, two of us got to experience it, but I kept thinking, man, what if my kids were here? What if my for wife sure. was here? Like, why can't I experience yeah. DJing at Red Rocks? Yeah, and I get and I get my wife to experience that. So, you know, uh, if I was at Augusta playing by myself, it would—I think it would be cool for the for the first hole and in the whole, the rest of the seventeen. I'd be like, fuck, man, I wish right. somebody was here, hundred percent was here right now. How cool would that be if Jeff Jeff was here <laughs> with me,
1: hundred percent. And so I feel as well like aside from the fact that I'm nowhere near good enough to play one of those courses like I'd rather just play with someone else right and like in that ex- in that scenario right like you get to fucking watch this guy work right like you get to watch Picasso paint how yeah, fucking cool to talk to you right like yeah, Oh for so sure yeah like you, right? yeah it's it, yeah like you you can throw out all it's it's not like he's just playing off the side and you're happen to be there like he's in your foursome and so you're doing your foursome shit brandon would be peeing on the t-box you know i'd be slicing to the right right and occasionally hit a couple drives right like you'd be you know on your phone all goddamn day and you know taking an hour to hit your shot and he'd probably be telling you to hurry the fuck up
0: (laughs) you know when when i when i dj for him last year it was it was uh new year's eve at his house
1: Okay. His house is awesome. This this is again, remember leave details out to preserve your relationship,
0: (laughs) but this is something that is like, you can easily just Google, right? I'm not like revealing anything. Mm -hmm. You can just Google his house. I'm sure everyone has seen it, but it's such prime property in between the Atlantic ocean and the intercoastal. And he's got, I don't know how many acres, but he's got five holes of golf in his backyard. On just prime ocean, yeah, real estate, and he. So when I'm there DJing, it was uh, COVID. There was a little COVID outbreak, so they actually were doing COVID tests for people coming in, mm-hmm. and uh, they actually turned away some some of his friends and family and kids. Wow! But it, it I I thought I was coming into like a party party. Like oh my God, it's Tiger man! We're yeah, going to be so many people here. Cocaine gonna and so strippers. Be, there's going to be celebrities here. <laughs> there's going to be other golfers here. There's going to be there's going it's going to be hectic. And uh, there was 25 people maybe, wow, were there, and half of them were his kids' friends. So Charlie, yeah, and they and they just got done playing that PNC tournament sure. in Orlando. So with Tiger, and I think they took like second to Jordan's, uh, to Justin Thomas, or maybe the John Daly. John okay. Daly, I think one, and, and they took second. Anyways, uh, so Charlie was there, and uh, that that kid was so cool, man. I was so impressed by that kid of being. He seemed as down to earth as possible, and I didn't think that was possible for a yeah. kid being born into that. And he was so down to earth and he's coming up and we're talking music and him and his friends and him requesting songs and like, uh, and he's just scooting around on, you know, that like big wheel that you just kind of stand on almost like a skateboard. Yeah, but it's a, a one, electric. it's a one Is that what it's called? A one-er?
1: Oh, one 01 wheel. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The the, 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 yeah, one wheel. And he would just fly around on their golf course on that. And then we, they did, uh, and he would just fall. And he'd come back to the DJ booth with like grass stains all over his t-shirt from just like falling. but. <laughs> He was he was a ten or 11, 12 year old kid like just yeah, doing what being a kid does. Yeah. Uh, but Tiger man, that that fucking that poor guy was just walking around with a limp, and he was walking around with the like his cane was his was a, a a titleist. I think it was a titleist sixty wedge sixty. Oh wow, wedge.
1: that's a pimp man. move.
0: So the, we did. This was the greatest thing they so he's got five holes of golf <clears throat> and uh the grass is cut in different ways like some of the grass is cut to emulate augusta yeah some of it is longer rough to emulate like a us open yep and there's others i don't know about and i've always heard that rumor and and from what i saw and felt and just kind of assessed it was it's true yeah and so lined up on his fence right next to one of the closest holes to his pool area. He probably had 40 to 50 wedges just fucking lined up. And they're all, I'm looking at them and they all have engraved TW on every single one. And it's every possible bend of a 60 degree, different grips, like so many options of what he has and he can play with. Yeah. And so they did like, uh, they did a night golf tournament close to the hole and they just had fun little things with the, with the, with the few adults there and the kids. And I got to fucking grab one of his 60 degree wedges that is imprinted TW. Yeah. And I'm hitting, and I'm hitting Bridgestone light up golf balls in his backyard. And I, the group in front of me was Tiger and Charlie. Jesus! The group behind me
1: is his agent. Wow! Uh, Mark Stein Steinhoff or Stain, yeah, hoff yeah. or whatever the fuck his name is. So, so think about like the. Did you shank you it you or did you, you hit it? Did you? That's the question. Did you pure it? Or? I
0: hit it okay. I hit it okay. Okay. I it pure it, but it was it was definitely nothing to brag about. And I just played. Uh, unfortunately, I played one quick little hole. I didn't put it out. I just kind of hit. And yeah. People just kind of right. Because I had I it was one of those things I didn't want to like overstay my welcome mm-hmm. in that situation. Mm-hmm. And 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 be like, oh what the fuck is this guy doing? Right. No right idea. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like you got to play those parts right. But it dude, it was uh like I started journaling and that was like one of the first entries like big like yeah. Like, you know, dude, growing up watching that guy. like oh, that I mean, stuff,
1: dude, how mad. could you not? Right. He's. Yeah. I mean, you like, I paid it after that one. Absolutely. I mean, like, again, it's he's like you said, he's a Mount Rushmore guy. Right. Like if you had any experience, you know, like so in my family, my uncle, my mom's brother, her twin brother, um, he was a golfer up for Wilson and he got to play a, go- a round of golf with Michael Jordan right and so every christmas thanksgiving whatever right like part of that story would always come out i mean you know you're 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 touching rarefied air however you want to look at it right and like finding out that they're again like i try to do it you're just a fucking normal dude you know but you've you know you got to you got to work an event with tiger woods you you know, you did a, what was it, the chief Super Bowl party or the NFL owner Super Bowl party? You, you know. Super
0: Bowl party, man, the day before they won the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, the fuck, you fucking got, nuts. you did, you know, Brooks Let's Kepka's go. wedding, right? That, like, and Ludacris performed. And, like, you're in the background of those fucking videos. You know, you did the the wedding of the year for People Magazine with uh, Megan Rapinoe and whatever and it, you know what i mean And so it's like you're you're in these like weird little circles but at the same time you're still just a fucking idiot right and so <laughs> it like how can you not like talk about those things and like hold them with like reverence even though you're around it a lot like i get
0: excited dude honestly man i get excited talking about this stuff i feel kind of douchey talking about it Nah. you know but like like with me and you i i enjoy like i um, I guess it's like uh, I'm gonna butcher this, but it's like uh, enjoy your, the fruits of your labor. Uh, you know you yeah. said it right. You said it right. You Good job. In the right context, Fruit, fruits of your labor. Okay. Yeah. Proud of you. So it's uh, dude, it's exciting, man. I mean, just like I think, like a, a, anything that you do, and then you see it kind of blossom and grow into this thing. Yeah. And then uh, you know, you 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 get experience events and uh, it literally experience experiences yeah uh things that that seem so untouchable for such a long time and then you, you you're not really thinking about it you're just going about your day waking up and grinding 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 and then all of a sudden something just pops off and you get that phone call it's like it's 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 really crazy to think about man it's it's exciting it's exciting. I love talking about it with you, man. I get hyped up about it. Yeah. I mean, I type of shit keeps me going, man. It's fun
1: as it should. Right. Like, as you said, it's the enjoying the fruits of your labor. And if you can't find those, like if you can't enjoy those, you're in the wrong fucking business. Right. Uh, Because uh, as you mentioned, it's just a fucking grind otherwise. Right. Like entertaining clients putting on shows, talking to people that are there, trying to network and, like, get more, you know. That's the day-to-day, right? Like, yeah. enjoy yeah. those yeah. those crazy one-offs because they don't happen all the time. Right, right. They happen they a lot know. for you, <laughs> you cocksucker.
0: It's, uh, dude, it's, it's crazy to think <laughs> about. Um, You know, just to kind of, like, add to this a little bit, and, and another little humble, humble brag, I guess. I feel so weird talking about this, but... All right. Um, these are just like these are just two things like we talked about being a fan and a fanatic and what I feel is the difference between a fan and a fanatic
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: um but and you were bitching at me about that the, the Chiefs won a Super Bowl Royals won a Super Bowl.
1: it's a World a Series.
0: World Series. Oh, f- oh screw you jack <laughs> Royals won a World Series oh, full, in full disclaimer I am.
1: Destroyed right now. Yep. By the way, I think that's the Absolutely fourth time you said it. right hammered. To your story, let's get we on. We're with
0: talking it. about yeah. So <laughs> when I left Tiger's house and did his New Year's Eve party, yeah, I actually had to leave early. And another one of my DJs, who Slim, my partner, he came in and finished at Tiger's house because I was already contracted to. Uh, my boy, I fucking love this guy, Eric Hosmer. He is, I think he's now with the Boston Red Sox, first baseman for the Red Sox, but he he was a draft by the Kansas City Royals. Yep. We drafted him young, went through the minor league system. He came up with Salvador Perez and some other, like Mike Moustakis and some other cats. Mm-hmm. And we became that small ball team, like that movie. And... Uh, low payroll, and we won a World Series. It was crazy, man. Alex Gordon, uh, Gerard Dyson, yep. Mike Stockis, Eric Hosmer, Salvador Perez, Lorenzo Cain, and so like these guys got us our my my first championship in my life, and it was fucking. I will forever be grateful for these guys. And then I got to uh, leave Tiger's house and go to Eric Hosmer's wedding. And do his wedding that night. It, like all all within that 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 like seven hour period. Yeah. You know, from Tiger to Hosmer. And when I'm in Hosmer's wedding, this guy's so awesome, man. And and we've gotten friendly. And he's big on Call of Duty. And uh I'm excited. Hopefully, Jeff, me, you and Eric, we can all fucking play. he got a good group of guys to fucking get down on Call of Duty. You'll have a blast. Um uh but uh, where the hell was I going with this story? Um,
1: you were humble bragging.
0: Oh, so I so I so I get to Hosner's wedding, and he introduces me to fucking Manny Machado, and and uh, and I got to meet my boy Alex Gordon. You know, center fielder or, or right. Center, well, he was all over the place: left fielder, center fielder, yeah. right fielder for the Royals. Right. And dude, he like I'm like I just hugged him. I'm like Alex. I love you, bro. Thank you so much for my (laughs) championship. Are you kidding me? He was like, he was in awe. Like he couldn't believe it, that it was just like a weird dynamic of like DJ and Hosmer's wedding. And I'm like hugging Gordon, telling him, thank you. And, uh, and he was, he was so hype, man. He's just like a, he's from Nebraska, just like a a country bumpkin kind of Midwest dude, man. He fucking, it was great. Yeah. But, yeah, I just went down,
1: I've gone down 400 rabbit holes with that, but it's, uh, who knows where I was going with that? It's a great question. And I think the world would like to know where you're, no, no. I mean, and, and I find that I love the hearing those stories, right? Like, and I know your brother does too. Right. Um, I think they're fucking incredible, right? Like, a, it's a little bit of like living vicariously through you. It's like, I'm super pumped. Like I tell everybody like, yeah, dude, like one of my boys, Like lives the wildest life. Like it's such a crazy thing that you were a dancer at weddings and you started this business and you fucking rub shoulders with these guys. But at the same time, right. Proves how achievable shit can be in life. You know what I mean? Like, not that you didn't work hard and not that it wasn't hard but like if you put your mind to it and you just go out there and like oh, grind God. like you can achieve like things that most people find holy shit like you did you know you dj'd fucking for tiger woods or you know you did luke combs wedding or you know i mean like yeah i did i put in the work yeah. and i got yeah. it done you know what I mean? Like, so I love hearing about those things. I don't find them like annoying or anything no, like that. I love hearing yeah, that stuff sometimes talking about it,
0: but yeah, it's just, it's fun, man, dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. I appreciate that a lot.
1: Really oh. do. All right. Next hypothetical. Um, Cause I'm going to try and keep us, I'm going to try and keep us on a train track. Okay. Uh, you might need to write down what we're talking about. I'm yeah. Dismantled. No. Yeah, I got it. Uh, What's the one? And I'm going to steal this from my brother. My brother brought it up on another person's podcast, and he's uh, kind of taking an idea that I have of introducing my friends. So I'm going to take this question from his podcast because it was by my brother. Um, Your what's, brother has a podcast? No, no, no. My buddy Ben okay. has a podcast. Okay. My brother was on it. Uh, what? Okay. What do you think is the one thing in the world that you are best at? Like that you're better than anybody else in the world at?
0: Oh man. That's a, that's loaded, lizoded. Um, Or? You know, okay, I, I kind of have an
1: idea. Or all right. or, or I was going to say, or what's the one skill or talent or whatever that you have that you, that is, that you're the best at that? Like, that's, that's the best thing that you're the best at, or the thing that you're the best at?
0: I was going to say, I don't think there's something that I could really say or anybody could say that I'm the best in the world at. There's definitely... Um, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's anything that I could look at and say, I'm the best at this. I'm the best golf, but the best, you, okay. but your best, best, best talent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I feel like my best talent is like, uh, being able to unite a group of people. Hmm. So in other words, um, I know, uh, like running a business and, and, and having friendships and, uh, and having a spouse and having, being a dad, it's like, uh. I feel like I I'm very natural at just uniting people. If, if things get a little rough, anxiety develops, depression develops. Um, I feel like I can bring people back a little bit. If people yeah. are angry at each other, I can kind of bring them back. If someone, if a client's upset at me, I can like get them off the edge, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Cause I I, I, I like, I give a shit for the most part, like for I, sure. I really give a shit about people and, and, uh,
1: did you say In, don't? It, huh? I just know I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I said that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah so, I do. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, do I, give a I shit love about love people. people. Yeah.
0: I, I love, yeah, and so, dude, it's like uh, you, manifestation. Did I say that word right? Manifestation? Nope.
1: No? Manifestation is. Yes, you said manis. Manifestation? Yep. No, it's okay. Go ahead.
0: Did I still mess it up? Nope, you're good there. Well, <laughs> okay. Manifest words, manifest words. I need to manifest. Speak words. Go. <laughs> I just like, uh, you know, when there's positivity around. It's yeah, simple as that. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. To answer that, I don't think, I'm not the greatest golfer. I'm not the greatest DJ. I'm not the greatest husband.
1: You know what I mean? Correct. Debatable. Correct. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I think you know, and it must be something that runs in that like Dwyer Beliesky, uh family, right? Like Nick's, Nick's awesome. I think Nick's the same person. You guys, you know, this one of my other buddies, Ben, right? Like I, I posed it like, what's it like to always be liked, right? Like, and I say that right, but I know that that's a byproduct of like who you are, right? In the fact mm-hmm. that like, you know, you guys are all like disarming. You're charming. You're f- you know you're funny you're outgoing and like that just makes people want to be friendly and engaging and like you know all that stuff right and like uh, that's a good skill right cuz like yeah for look, sure i'm not yeah i'm not i'm not everybody's cup of tea right um i take some time
0: i don't know why you say that I, yeah 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 no i get i i guess you're, you you could be rough around the edges sometimes but
1: but but that's on me like i'm aware of that right like cuz i don't open up you know what I mean? Like, I don't open up to people right away. I'm very guarded and protective of, like, who I'm going to show my loyalty to, if that makes any sense, yeah. right? And so, like, yeah. sometimes yeah. I take some time, and so, like, some people just think I'm a dick. Okay, whatever. Well, you're out, right? Um, but, yeah, like, that's a great answer in my yeah, opinion, I for you,
0: I think that you're 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 like a uh, no bullshit kind of guy. And I think when I said, called your dad Papa Dukes, you're like, no, no one. He's not Papa, Duke, Papa Dukes. He's, his <laughs> name Ron. Rod. <laughs> is it Ron or Rod? Rod. Rod. Okay. So, dude, it seems like your dad into you <laughs> was it is a no bullshit kind of guy. And when I would face bullshit, or Nick would face bullshit, we're like, "Hey, hey, hey, guys! Everything's gonna be okay. Everything <laughs> will
1: be fine.
0: Right. Can, can we all just get along? We'll right. be
1: okay." Right. Yeah, and I always and I looked know, at it aren't. as a challenge.
0: Yeah, i like, "You're, you're, you're the dude. Shut the fuck up. Get your shit together." Which is awesome, man. You're, you're, you're what I. You're like my brother. You guys are like tough love kind of guys. And a guy like Nick and I are a little bit more softies. And, but, you, but I think we're delivering the same message or the same, uh, like we want to get to the same goal of like, hey, I fucking love you. But how we might communicate that is you do it like my brother, more of a tough love. And then Nick and I are a little bit more baby talkish. You know what I mean? Mm. You're going to be like Jocelyn or Jack. Well, Jocelyn, you're screw with Jocelyn. Like she, you, you,
1: like, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. Like you baby talk her, like she'll run circles around you. Yep. But Jax, you might be like Jax,
1: go upstairs. Yeah, get your, go shit your shit together. Get your shit together. Put your together. laundry away. Clean your room. Come on, man.
0: And how you talk to Jocelyn is how Nick and I talk to the world.
1: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
0: It's probably the best way of saying it. Like, Jocelyn, for sure. Like, e- e- even if Jocelyn is in the wrong or whatever, you're probably like, "Ah, oh, baby, like, come on, like you, you know, <laughs> I love you. You know, you're not supposed to do this, but come on, like, you know, we'll get better next time, right?"
1: Am I softer on her? Yes, but I do have my moments, right? Of hey, well, of course, sometimes. Knock it off, right? Like, and yeah. and she's like very taken aback by it because I, I, admittedly, I don't do it often. You know, but it's it's really like when I see her like giving disrespect to her mother, yeah, right. Exactly. I'm like, hey, yo, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, but but I guarantee she listens to you, man, for sure.
0: For sure. She's you. like, oh, that's like how my oldest Amelia, same way. That's cool. I love that that type of relationship you have with Jocelyn. Like that 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 that's awesome. What's your relationship with Jackson? Is it a similar relationship? Is it uh? Is it is it friendly? Is it a uh, father first, friend second?
1: Is it is it equal? Um, no, I mean, so I'm I'm very cognizant. I'm aware I am harder on him than I am on her. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is it because you guys are the same person, potentially. I don't know if it's because he's the first, or if it's because he's a boy. You know, like there's. Cause you know, I, I know like my sister will say like, you know, my mom and dad were like super hard on her cause she was the first kid and she had to like set the example and all that stuff. And so like, part of me, like I want him to lead, I want him to be a leader. And I want my daughter to be a leader too. And I'm constantly like telling her, like, you know, include people, be a good friend, like all those things, the things that are important to me, you know, be a good friend, be loyal. Right. And you know, don't let like, others like don't let bullies like pick on people you know like all that stuff right um yeah no i mean like i he and i like you know we watch games together we'll we talk you know video games like he wants to be on youtube you know so like we talk about that stuff a lot like we mm. we get into all those things but then there's also those moments of you know hey man don't fucking lie to me you know like and i'm way more i feel like i'm way more direct to, mm-hmm. I, well, I shouldn't say i feel i know i'm way more direct to him but that's a byproduct of he's older and i know that that's also getting through to jocelyn because i we definitely see her reflection of how i parent him to her you know like uh one of his things like he chews with his mouth open
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and i'm always like jack chew with your mouth closed and so, like, I'll say that to him, and, and I'll look at her, and she's like, you know, I'm mimicking, like, chewing with your mouth closed, you know? She's like, I'm doing it, Dad. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, you know, so uh, I, I, I don't have to get on her as much as I have to get on him, because she sees sense. she sees that. I don't know. But yeah, no, I mean, we're very, like, we're super, like, I, 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 I'm super friendly with him. I try not to be, like, a total, like, yeah. hey, this is how it's got to be to him, like, i I. I want to have a good relationship with him throughout, not just after he's graduated college.
0: Yep, yep. yep. It's fun being friends with your kids. Listen, I get it's it's parent first, friend second, and that's what I do. It sounds like that's what you do as well. But uh, I I feel like my dad was a kind of parent first and only. Yeah, growing up, my dad and I weren't really friends. Right, we we didn't have what a relationship would would be defined as uh, in a friendship. It was a father son. Now, fast forward to where we're at today, we've we've even the playing field for sure. Right, we're a father friend now. I mean, it's probably more friend than even father because I'm forty and he's eighty, and what's he going to tell me to do? Like he has no interest in that. Correct. You know. His so job is done. Our relationship and my, my dad and my brother, it's so fucking great, man. Uh, yeah, man, that, that's awesome with Jackson, dude. That's, uh, and Joss, of course. But I think, uh, I think a lot of it has to do with a boy too. It's just easier sometimes. Like if I, I don't have a son, but if I did have a son, I feel like it would be easier to be like, bro, come on, like get your shit together, man. Like, come on. But I also, I guess in the same breath, I don't have a problem doing that to Amelia and Charlie, I tell them all the time, like, everything they do, I feel like it's so cute and fun, but then when they go out of line, like, I I don't have a problem being like, Amelia, Charlie, don't fucking do that ever again. You understand? <laughs> like, yeah. don't. Who's who's the – you ever curse at your kids? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I do too, and I, I'm always like, God dang it, and I apologize to them afterwards. Yeah. But sometimes, like, man, I just can't help it. Yeah. I don't think I'm being a bad dad by any means. I always apologize and try to educate them. There's going to be words and stuff that you hear in life that you just got to know when and when you can't say it. Right. Unfortunately, dad messed up and I'm so sorry. I feel like I try to turn it into a learning experience. I mean,
1: I don't, I don't. So like, look, I swear a lot. I don't, I think anybody who's listened to this knows that. Um, and I have, you know, obviously I've sworn in front of my kids and like, I, you know, I tell them like, look, like I'm an adult unfortunately like that's part of life like you're gonna you're gonna learn that like certain you know like people can say things certain people can say things certain people can't right like with you know superior inferior you know employee whatever right um does it make it right no I don't know like you got to know when you can say it and when you can't and like there's been two instances uh with Jack where he's sworn in front of me that Wait, like an accident? Or oh like, no! Like, like, it's a
0: joke, or he was swearing because he's mad and he's no. Being so
1: yeah. So let it. me let me like break them down. Like one, uh, you know, like I I don't want my kids slamming doors, right? Because they're little and like they got these little digits that in the in my head could like easily get chopped off, right? <laughs> and yeah. so one time, like he had some, he had a buddy over and. They were, you know, him and Jocelyn and this kid were playing and, like, somebody slammed a door and it slammed on Jocelyn's finger. And I, you know, I come storm, you know, I'm stomping upstairs, you know, doom, 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 doom. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, what happened? You know, like, who slammed the door? I, t- I can't believe, I, t- I tell you this all the time, don't slam doors. You know, I'm not yelling, but I'm just, like, I'm loud. And yeah. I'm intimidating yeah. and I'm saying it. And he's like, yeah. he's like, Dad, I didn't slam the fucking door. <laughs> you know and like (laughs) like it took every ounce of my soul to not just immediately start laughing because like part of me's like hey you used it right you know like he was frustrated and he used it's a weird
0: moment too like he's older now you're like oh my god he's no longer a baby
1: yeah and like he used it perfectly like he was frustrated he was expressing his emotions and he's like dad i didn't slam the fucking door <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and i was like i was like all right first you can't say that please don't say that i was like all right man i get it like my bad hey what happened you know uh, i gotta learn to like control it a little bit more and like figure out the story before i you know kind of start storming around blah 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 the other time he, him and like all his little buddies and like Jocelyn were out playing, and he comes back home. Like Jocelyn comes home crying, and we're sitting there, and you know she's 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 tearing up, and he comes in, and he's like, "Yeah, you know some other kids were picking on her," and he's talking to my wife, and yeah, these kids were picking on her, and blah blah blah, and, I, and like he he clearly sees me go like my head turns, and I'm like, because what's one of my things is like when somebody's picking on your sister i expect you to stand up for her Mm. you know like no one gets a fucking free pass picking on your that's your sister you know like she's gonna be with you for your entire life you know like you protect her and he sees my like head turn because like my ears peek up like okay what's going on right and he looks at my wife my wife and he goes you want me to go fuck him up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I, like, <coughs> I mean, I almost instantly Dude, burst out like laughing bro. and cheering, going like, "Yeah, you go get those little shits!" Like you, you know,
0: you can't. You can't yeah, see, his mindset's right. Like he's in protective <laughs> brother mode. That's right. awesome. I was,
1: and you I didn't say to anything.
0: to do that, you know.
1: I didn't say anything. I was like. Bro,
0: you gotta get you gotta get Jackson to. Is jujitsu a jitsu a thing in Minneapolis? The way it is in South Florida, like yeah, there's such, gyms. It's becoming such a thing now yeah. in the world. Like,
1: d- would Jackson like a jiu-jitsu? Don't worry, Ross. I'll teach him how to fight. Don't worry.
0: Oh, I know you'll <laughs> teach how to fight. But there's man, there's there's something pretty dope about. I know how to do
1: that fight. shit too. I mean, I'm not a black belt, defending. but like that's
0: the thing, man. I. I like there's something I find you got an aggressor, right? Like that's like on the offense versus the defense and like punching and trying to throw the big haymakers. There's something super crazy awesome about the jujitsu guy that can defend everything and doesn't get hit. Oh, for sure. And yeah, just submit people like pop, 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 done. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Versus like what? What? What's sexier? A big knockout punch, and the guy drops to the ground, or somebody coming at you, a big guy coming at you to drop you, and you do a fucking jujitsu move on him, and
1: you you submission him. Yeah, they're knocking him out.
0: <laughs> oh, for real?
1: One hundred percent, Ross.
0: I wonder if me and Nick's bitch ass would be a jujitsu. let's dance and cuddle and I'm gonna I'm gonna hug you for a while and put you down and put you to sleep and make sure you're okay yeah I
1: mean that's one way to go about it but if you're asking you me like knock, what you're like I'm gonna fucking
0: knock somebody out
1: yeah like if you're asking me like what puts butts in the seats and sells tickets yeah you're right, you're see, right, you're seeing right. Yeah, t- it's seeing somebody's the
0: knock punch yeah, yeah, yeah
1: right. seeing okay. somebody's button get pushed okay.
0: lazy viking fan got a point okay <laughs>
1: all right so here's a good one here here's a good one um that like i'm gonna start asking my kids right what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail i burp sorry can you say that one more time what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail um it might be a little deep for you right now
0: yeah 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 yeah.
1: but it's a question i want to ask my kids right like what yeah, do you want to question you know I'm
0: a, i feel like i i don't know if this is the right answer i don't think there is a right answer and you could go in different areas of this but um i'm uh i'm super scared of heights mm-hmm. and there's something uh that like i know in my life when i faced adversity and things I get scared about and I'm intimidated by aka starting my own business and seeing, uh, you know, when you go along the way and just seeing what that does to the soul, I'm so scared of heights, like skydiving. I feel like if I would skydive and I know that the parachute was gonna come out and I would land perfectly and I don't get hurt and everything is fine. Okay. I'd be, I'd be down. Okay. you right. Like for me, that would fucking do wonders for my sure. soul. Sure. Where are you at with that?
1: Oh man. And that's why it's a good question. Right. Cause like, I guess I think of that kind of like professionally, like what would you want to do with your life if you knew you couldn't fail? Right. Um, which I initially thought professionally as well, but
0: I'm like, man, if you can't do anything that you can, if if you can pick something that you can't fail at, I'm going to pick something out of a fucking job. I'm going to fucking pick something like personal of like, we're on this short life, the short short term online, like a short period of life. God damn. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, but I see what you're saying. I initially thought, yeah, you know, career profession. I keep talking over you.
1: No, you're fine. Like I, I that and that's how I took it, but that's why I like I kind of want to like I have like this these questions like I kind of want to like ask people cuz especially as they come on more because I think like it's and that's why it's good to ask other people, right? Like get new perspectives on things, right? Like here you are. You're a you're a business owner. You've you've started a business. You've kind of chased a dream. So your mind doesn't go there. Yours goes to... That makes sense. I want to yeah. I want to chase a physical that makes thing, sense. which is, it just is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I mean, I think for me, like, it would be starting a business. I don't know what it would be, right? But, like, owning my own business and leading, you know, being, having full, total control of it, right? And, you know, within, with all due, within all reason, right? Like, because, like, you know, you're not ever in total control of it because you have employees that make their own decisions and can do things that can make your life chaos, right? You know, like going down that path, I just, I've never figured out kind of uh, ultimately like what I truly want it to be. I mean, I, I had an idea and then, you know, uh, real estate kept going up and now interest rates are up and so I can't, you know, chase that, path but again like if i knew i wouldn't fail then i would pursue it but there's always that it's that whole
0: what would you pursue what would it be
1: well like the original idea was like dream jeff heinrich business oh the dream one would be to open a, open a gym oh man how great would that be you know what i mean like and have it be profitable where you could live off of it right like Mm -hmm. could i open a gym what kind of gym kind
0: of all around man like, like, like a lifetime fitness kind of gym no, or more of like a, uh, like, like something that's got a little bit of like, you got a CrossFit section, like people that want to fucking really throw down weights. You got that. You want to bodybuild. You got that. You want to do yoga. You got this like, like a big time thing like that.
1: Uh, no, of, it wouldn't be big. Cause I don't want to interact with that many people. It would have, it would, I'm just being honest, right? Like I don't draw my energy okay. from like that. And that's one of our differences, right? Is like I don't draw my energy from a hundred people. I draw my energy from 10. Right. And so like, yeah, Mm -hmm. there'll be weights where people can, can do that if they want, but there would also be like a, you know, a section where you could like do CrossFit stuff. There'd be like, you know, tires, sledgehammers, like just helping people improve physically and mentally through that aspect. Like, that's what I would love to do. But I also know it's like, that's, That's yeah, it's not as profitable as, you know, (laughs) A lot of other things out there no but if you but if you can't fail right that, so that's that what i would do right like if you came up with a,
0: uh, a gym culture that isn't out there yet and people bought into this yeah. culture and they want to be a part of that right and you made your you make money
1: yep let's go yeah 100 man like that like it's the whole like if you won the lottery what would you do right like and if i won the lottery i'd open a gym yeah, yeah, yeah. And buy a golf course.
0: <laughs> there is something about that that whole gym. I think uh, the older I've gotten, the more into like health and fitness. Well, uh, you know, wellness. Uh, yeah, it's just health, wellness. That's the word I'm looking for. Health and wellness, fitness and wellness, mm-hmm. uh, wellness and fitness. Yeah, without a doubt. All right. And, uh, yeah, man, Uh owning something like that. I mean, like that's how I like. <laughs> I know people can't see it, but you and I can see each other on this call. And, and my office is this little corner. I've gotten kicked out of my house. My office is now the playroom. So I have this little corner of the office or my garage. And behind me is my squat rack. Yep. And and then over here, DJ turntables and a little studio speaker to, like, constantly practice.
1: Yeah. 100%. That's it. That's it. That's all you need. That's it, baby. I mean it's that's essentially what I got in my basement. Squat rack, some dumbbells, kettlebell, pull-up bar, let's go. I know. Right? I like you can do it, it, I it so
0: a session in with you.
1: Yeah, you can do it so like you know, kind of like just basic. But
0: you anyways. know what sucks though? <clears throat> and I think that you can that you will uh agree on this, and I think you're in the same situation. I really crave like, uh, having a consistent workout group, mm-hmm. not necessarily a workout partner. I wish I was like a, a part of a team of stuff, yeah. like a workout team. You know right. what I mean? Of like, you know, people depending on each other of like every morning or every night, like you get together with like, uh, four or five dudes and you, whether it's you playing basketball in a basketball league, a softball league, working out at the gym, a little bit of both a hybrid of that. Yep. Like, I'm in this like weird phase right now. I'm like I'm just craving being a part of a team of something. Like I'm a part of my rock with you team, which is which is awesome. But when I leave that, I would love I, I like a like a Tuesday Thursday soccer league or Monday through Friday five of us guys get together and we always hit a CrossFit class. Sure.
1: Like does that have any appeal to you at all or are you like oh, oh for God. sure man like i'm i think we all anybody who's ever like done anything competitively like misses that right like com- camaraderie um the drive you get from like seeing others push themselves you know what i mean like it just makes you work harder and i like i remember reading something like one time like that like you'll lift 18 percent more if you know people are watching you I believe that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, weight that. reps, whatever, right? Like you'll run a little faster when someone's chasing you or you're chasing somebody else than you would mm. if you're just out there by yourself. So that's yeah, why we're totally like, that's why those groups hard. all exist. Mm, yeah. That makes total sense. So
0: how can we start a virtual group here? What can we do? We <laughs> trying to do it with our Apple watches and like, all right, we're going to get every, everybody do a little check-in, 20 minutes. And then that lasted like a week. That's like a month. And then... You know, here, here, here's the problem. Like, I think we're all hitting it. I don't always wear my Apple Watch that can notify you guys of my workout. Right. I, I like to do the CrossFit stuff. So if you're flipping kettlebells backwards, you're doing snatches, you're doing cleans, a lot of overhead-type stuff. For me personally, having... A watch just kind of annoys me, yeah. Especially with the kettlebell flips back, where it's like, dink,
1: dink, and I'm like, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna crack my Apple Watch. Well, I flip it around. I know you can get other shit. I just flip put it, it on the put it on the inside of your wrist when you're doing those uh, snatches and overhead presses. Oh, it's genius! I never thought about that. <laughs> Not that hard, but no, uh, like that would be awesome. Like to just do a, but you turn that into a business, right? Like, it'd be awesome. So, that would be what I would do. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'm going skydiving. You're starting a gym. All right. And so, this will be the last one, and this will be funny. This is kind of a... Oh, my God. It's 1245. It's a hypothetical. To to six. If If you and your spouse had to sign a contract to get married, all right, and obviously, like, contracts define, like, scope of work, duties, Right? Like, all, like, you do the dishes, you vacuum, you do laundry, you know, you cook food, you you know, yada, yada, yada.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, income, lawn work, sex, mm. etc. Okay. Okay. Do you think marriage rates would go down or up and then at the end of that contract, so it's like a five-year contract, would... Do you think people would renew or walk away? <laughs> mm,
0: <laughs> it's interesting so- question. <laughs> oh my God, did you come up
1: with this question? That's incredible. No, I saw that somewhere and I was like, that's a fantastic question.
0: Man. So are you saying if you marry somebody and that contract is is that contract negotiable before it's signed? For sure. Like, yeah. All so the terms negotiable. All Dude. the terms
1: are negotiable, including length, right? But there mm, is, okay. it's not a
0: in the contract. So if you have five years and things are going good, there is a possible extension available at the end of the the first term.
1: You can renew or renegotiate or walk away, scot free.
0: So what's the question?
1: uh so i think first if if all marriages were contracts like that
0: would i sign a contract like
1: five-year deals do you think knowing right that like divorce rates are sky high or not sky high but like divorce rates 50 percent right and for the breadwinner whoever that may be they're generally required to you know give their spouse half pay alimony whatever right like so that i think that prevents some people from getting married right um do you think marriage rates would go up or down that
0: person's not the the
1: the one but if it was a five-year deal if it was a just like i would think they would actually they're already down right like isn't yeah marriage is going down marriage rates are going down
0: yeah, I don't even know what the numbers are, but every time I hear like people just kind of talk about it, it seems to go down another ten percent. Like marriage success is at like one percent right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cheers but, to us! Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they would go down for sure because of that commitment. However, I do
1: see a lot of good in it. So you think they would, would go do down?
0: Terms well, uh,
1: knowing it's only you know what. That, that's actually a good point. They might go up because it's five years. If it doesn't work out, you walk away.
0: Yeah, it, it, but the terms are also negotiable, yeah. so you can walk away before the contracts even signed. Correct. Oh, for sure. Okay.
1: Yeah, so, like. and are you
0: dating this person?
1: A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you it's know like. What you're getting yourself into. Yeah. So it's like I I I like this per- I love this person I want to marry mm-hmm. them Let's get married and instead of you know essentially the current system is. Hey, we're married. What's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. There's no definition of any duties whatsoever. Right. And so some people get upset because one person does more of one thing or less of the other or what, or, you know, the sex goes yeah. away, whatever you want to call it. Right. Like, cause everybody's got their own shit for all of it. Right. Um, you lay out specific terms. We have sex on Tuesdays. Uh, you need to provide money. I will cook food. You do the laundry. I'll vacuum. I mean, but does that does a contract have to be that
0: militant, like that? You do this. I do that. Do, you do this. Can't can't a contract be a little bit more free for all ish, right? Like
1: you sure could. Um, you do whatever you want. Yeah, you but know. you're signing a. So I guess essentially the question is, you're signing a contract for a finite period period of time five years and things have been laid out. Right. So would that make I you, think I would do it.
0: I think I'd do it. <laughs> would go up and I think I would do it because we lay, we were honest and we laid out the groundwork before we signed this contract in blood.
1: I think it would lead to less divorces. I agree. Um, yeah, that makes little sense because there's so much more communication up front and like, if, the, if it was the norm, I think obviously if the, if you're the first person to ever do this, this is just like a wild concept, right but if this was the norm and like everybody you know it's essentially marriage counseling f- after five years you go back yeah. and you say, hey uh you didn't uh, clean the toilets like you said you were going to so I'm gonna walk away
0: yeah, yeah, huh right. That makes total sense. Why well, I didn't think about that initially, but now now it's resonating. It makes sense. <laughs> Interesting. Good question. Good question, Jeff. I like that. Wait, wait, wait! End wait, wait it with a banger.
1: Would Would you? What would be only man? What would be a term you would want to put in that contract for your wife, and that she would want to put in for you?
0: Um, I would want to put in for her or. I would want to put in that she is responsible for. Um, and I'm not saying this as like an old, like douchebag of a male. No, but I'm not interested in like making food. I've never been good at it. I like, right. Right. I'm just not a food guy. I can grill and yep. I enjoy grilling. But outside of that, I'm just, I don't have the patience to sit yeah. there and cook. I've just never gotten into it. So, knowing how important food is to me, I think for sure it would be there. And I'm I'm in a blessed position that she, she she enjoys cooking. Yeah. So it's not like an old school male and female husband, wife relationship. Like I do feel old school with that, where it's like my wife makes the majority of our meals and I don't, I kind of feel shitty about that. Sure. But I think I'd feel shittier if she didn't enjoy it, but she enjoys it. Yeah. You know? So I think the food situation is probably numero uno.
1: What do you think she would put in there for you? Um, You're required to do X.
0: I'm probably required to uh, not only listen, but remember what she said. <laughs>
1: a good one that's a good one
0: that that's like the the meat of our battles man when we argue it's ross i told you ross this ross that and uh and i don't even argue with it anymore because it's uh i'm at a point where i'm like yeah you're probably right i probably did say that and i don't remember yeah or you told me this and i don't remember it's, a, it's like the good and the bad of my brain man it's like you said it's like your mind's going in a million directions and it can be really good to like grow a business but then uh, outside of that it can be pretty uh, pretty horrific for sure for sure
1: I, hear I wish that. I was
0: I, like you inspire me man people like you that are just fucking even keel I never see you high I never see you low you're just even keel Jeff Heinrich like I, I inspire aspire or aspire to be uh to have elements of you in me like i love that man i love that in you you're just you're you're calm cool and collective bro i know you talk shit on yourself a lot about that i don't know why it's such a fucking great trait man
1: yeah no i don't know i mean i uh you also don't see like my i feel like not everybody sees my ups and downs they happen they're def- True. They're we just,
0: all do. We all do, man.
1: They're just definitely way more private. Like my wife sees them. She sees me when I get like low, and then when I get fired up, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Like no, I think like in the real world, like yeah, I try to be pretty cool. As is as this much, podcast fired you up? Oh, for sure. Like I'm. I love doing this. Um, this is what one of the. You, do
0: you love the preparation of it and the process of
1: it? Hundred percent. Like last night, uh, you know, like. I knew you were going to be on. I've been thinking about it for a while, like last night. Like, I'm sitting down, like, I take like an hour and a half. I'm just like writing a bunch of shit down. Like, here's the stuff I want to touch on. You know, right, just.
0: It's fun to yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Just taking fun. notes and, and ready to go, that's right?
0: We want, man. We're easy. We're easy. We're easy guys, man. We just want something fun, fun and enjoyable. And, 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 and stre- like, the older we get, we're, we want something, stuff that's more rewarding and, uh, stress-free man
1: for sure yeah for sure That's,
0: fires me up bro i love see i told you this i remember sitting down at a restaurant with you during covid in minneapolis oh yeah And i landed and i i, I don't know if you picked me up or i i rented
1: no a i met you at the loon yeah
0: is that where we, okay and we had a beer and a sandwich or something like that yep and it was downtown it was a fucking ghost town in minneapolis. for sure and the last, Last time I was, in, I was in Minneapolis, before that, was pre-COVID, and it was just such a vibrant city, yeah. and it was just uh, a lot happening, and then when I was there, I don't even know if we saw two people. No. Uh, it was real. It was really gloomy and yeah. uh, disturbing of a scene. It was really weird. And Absolutely. We came with a mask. We sat down at the table. We took our mask off, and, uh, and in that conversation, you were talking about this podcast of, like, yeah, I've been thinking about this for a while. <laughs> I like to do it. You know, don't really know where I'm going with it, but it's uh, something I just – it keeps up, uh, hit my brain, and I keep thinking about it. And I feel like i got to do it. Yeah. And I remember going, like, oh, let's, come on, man. Like, I was so hyped for it because I kept thinking about my early days of rock with you yeah. and how I felt. And when you're talking about the Augusta question and Tiger question of, like, doing it with other people, that was a moment where I was like, oh, Jeff's going to experience what I've struggled sure. in, you know, sure. and it's so, it feels so good. Yeah. I can't wait for Jeff to experience this. Yeah. It's so fun.
1: Well, and it's so like,
0: I'm so, I'm so glad you're here.
1: And like, that was one of those, that was one of those struggles, right? Like that I, and so it, it's a question for another, another time, probably when you're a bit more, more coherent. Um, <laughs> I don't mean that as a slight, right? But, like, uh, I just feel like it's a serious conversation, right? Like, I've always struggled with, and I have these, like, weird breaks where part of me knows, go. It's almost like a fight-or-flight response. Like, part of me knows, like, it's time to go, go. And I act instantly. But then there's part of me, there's also times where I'm like, I want to do this, and then I start to overthink it. And yeah, yeah. I want to like really make sure it's right and right and right and right and better and better and better and better and better and better, better, you know, and you get stuck in this like weird, like spin cycle of excitement, doubt, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah, eventually, like I finally figured like, all right, here's, I I like, I like this and I just got to go. I have to fucking move yeah. Yeah. forward on this. Otherwise I'm never going to do it. Well, here's what happens, right? Like the doubt comes from not being prepared. So you're not confident. And yeah. I think when you're
0: prepared, your confidence goes up and you're fucking ready to rock and roll. And this whole doubt, maybe with a podcast of like, God, oh, do I do it? Do I do it? All it took was for you to buy a microphone or right. that mixer. Right. Like that was that first step where you're like, Okay, baby. Here we I go.
1: I committed. But yeah, like I've committed to it. I'm going to do it. I got to figure it out and go.
0: Right, right, right. And now you're episode 16 in and there you you're starting to see some light and you're you're enjoying the fruits of your labor. And it's exciting all around. And uh and uh and it helps us like that's the whole thing when you have that self doubt. And you just, you just try it. Like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Right. Like you fucking, the door shuts on you and you fucking, you, you step back a little bit and then you fucking go and run as hard as you can into that door and knock that door down. You're like, fuck you, motherfucker. Let's go.
1: Right. That's what you did, bro. I'm fired up. Let's go another
0: four hours right now. It's one o'clock. I wake up at six. Let's
1: go. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I know, I know that's not going to happen and. I know you are. uh, We are past one a.m. your time, so yeah, yeah. dude. I'm going golfing
0: tomorrow. I know it's cold, but I just wanted to tell you that it's.
1: uh, I'm going golfing tomorrow morning with a DJ. You can suck a fat.
0: It's uh, 71. (sighs) uh, Tomorrow's high is 82, low 66. Should be a good day.
1: I can't slap you currently, but next time I see you, I will. Appreciate you rubbing that in my face. Minneapolis, seven degrees. It is currently seven. High thirty four tomorrow for you. Nice, you twat. Uh, hey, it'll hey, be thirty four and the sun world. will be out. That was fun. This was fun, man. Absolutely. So hey, I, I appreciate you more than you know. Honestly, like I love you, like, I, I love you and I, I, I appreciate you taking the time to be on. Means the world. Um, so fun. And we're going to do this again because I do want to ask you a bunch of questions about like please, starting please. your business like, and like managing your family and all that stuff. Right. Like, so yeah.
0: That'd be awesome. Let's go. Yeah, man. I'm super pumped for that. Let's go. Thank you, man. I appreciate yeah. You.
1: Thanks for being on brother. Um, you, everybody man. listening, um, like share, subscribe, comment, Ross can share it on his social media. Cause you know, he's a, he's a, just a phenomenon right he's got a massive following no um yeah and uh it's really not at all it's really bad (laughs) Yeah, but yeah we'll, we'll we'll uh
0: but i love you man thank you
1: love you too brother uh everybody thanks for listening and uh do some good and be good